doesn't make sense to pray to God if I'm going to try and tell him something he doesn't know. Prayer is communion with God. And what is communion? Communion is simply being with, being one with another. And that's what we do when we pray. We are allowing ourselves to become one with our Heavenly Father. And of course we ask him for things. And of course we intercede for someone who needs prayer, someone who has asked us to pray for them. And of course, we offer to God everything that troubles us, asking for his kindness, his mercy, just like we do in confession. Asking for his mercy by confessing our sins. But think about it. Everything about us is already known by our Heavenly Father. It is his great love that keeps us in mind. It is his love that watches over us in everything that we are going to ask of him. Because we are his precious ones. And this is so important to know. Because unless I know that God is pure love and that the only reason I exist is because he has loved me into existence, then it doesn't make sense for me to worry. It doesn't make sense for me to Think about what's going to happen tomorrow, as our Lord said in the Sermon on the Mount. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Today has enough for all that I need and all that I worry about. He says, look at the birds in the air, the flowers of the field. Your heavenly Father takes care of them. Are you not much more important than they are? You have an immortal soul. You are destined for eternity. And therefore, God watches over you as a good father, as a loving mother. Our Heavenly Father is someone that we pray to simply to be in union with him. When our Lord would spend the entire night in prayer, the scriptures tell us, I wonder what he did. I wonder what he was doing. 
I wonder if he was asking his father something or if he was asking for the good of others, those that he had met that day. Or was he simply being with his father without saying a word? Like those who are in love. Someone who has been in love for many years, oftentimes don't even need to say anything, do you? Just being with one another. I remember while I was doing my CPE, clinical pastoral education, where I was a, a chaplain in a hospital. And then while I'm being a chaplain, I also have these classes that teach you about ministering and what it is like to be a, um, a minister. And I remember I got called to the emergency room Someone's father had just died very instantly, very quickly. And as you can imagine, the family, the children and the mother were just completely distraught. And I had no idea what to do. I was lost. And so I just showed up. And all I could do was stand there. I didn't have any words to say. And I prayed to myself, asking God to watch over these people. And if I'm to say anything, tell me what to say. And the answer to that prayer was complete silence. <laughs> And at the end of that time, they, it came time for them to go home. I don't know how long we were there. And when we left there, the family thanked me profusely as if I had done the greatest thing in the world for them. And I thought to myself, I didn't do nothing but it was the presence. Isn't it what we do when we adore Jesus Christ in adoration? Just being in his presence, being one with him. You see, it's, it's a good thing to ask God for things. It's a good thing to intercede for others. And it is good to always ask God for what it is that I need. And it is also a beautiful part of prayer to just be quiet. There have been times when in my prayer with God, I have been talking so much and he has not had a chance to get a word in edgewise. And all he wants is to be with me in my prayer. 
All he wants is to be with you, his beloved children. Our Lord told his disciples, Do not be afraid, little flock. It has pleased your heavenly Father to give you the kingdom. Everything that you need and everything that you desire is already yours. Your heavenly Father knows everything that you need. And that's why the Lord's Prayer is so beautiful. It kind of gives us a, an outline of how to pray. You know what you might want to try that it's kind of interesting? When you go home, you spend a little time sitting down with a piece of paper and a pencil and write out the Lord's Prayer. line by line and just think about everything that you're writing do it slowly and as you do so you will see the treasure in this prayer that sometimes we just go through because it's part of mass and it's something that we do all the time our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, etc. and etc. And suppose we were to take a good look at that prayer. Our Father, you are in heaven. May your name be held holy. And as we go through all of that prayer, what we see is that we are first offering to God his own majesty and glory. For we have nothing to offer God but ourselves. And oftentimes what we offer him in ourselves is very little, if anything. We praise God for his glory. And yes, we ask him for the things that we need. Our Lord told us to ask him. But let it be with the, with the condition of the heart that says, Lord, I know already that you are going to give me everything that I need, everything that I desire. And I will wait. I will just wait and sit in your presence. I will bless you and magnify your name as you bless me. One of the most important things to remember when we pray is to release anything that I am holding against anyone else. That is the number one hindrance to prayer. If someone has wronged me, or if I am demanding my rights for something, 
I'm under the impression sometimes that I can expect recompense. I can, can expect my rights in justice to be fulfilled. The fact is, I deserve absolutely nothing. And anything that anyone will do against me is for me to simply say, Lord, I am yours. And I exist for your glory. Therefore, if anyone does anything to hurt me, I may have my feelings hurt, but that is something that I choose to do. You ever notice that? If you get upset with someone, isn't it something that you are choosing to do because you feel that you have been violated? My dear brothers and sisters, we own nothing. And yet we are completely engulfed in the love of our Heavenly Father. Let him be the one who guides your life. Let him be the one who settles an account that you have with someone else. And allow yourself to be simply a servant. A servant who is loved. And a servant who already owns everything in the universe because you belong to your Heavenly Father. Allow your Heavenly Father to love you. Give him time to love you. Sit in his presence. Adore him. And then anything else that happens, just say, oh well, it's all yours, Father, as I am all yours. I saw a beautiful bumper sticker one time. It said, God loves you. And underneath it said, whether you like it or not, <laughs> you cannot derail the love that your heavenly father has for you. So accept it and live it and let it nourish you and let it soothe and calm you when you are hurt. And it's about time that Father Michael stops. <laughs> Let us together profess our faith.